Are you ready for the end of the world? You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. <laughs> it's like... Are you ready for the end of the world? Sure. <laughs> are you ready for the beginning of the new one? It's like, wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. You are listening to Your Community Spirit. This is Ord Energy Mont. And this is Tree Song. And we are live, local, and, well, we can't really be in your face unless you put the radio right up to your face. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes we tend to say things that might be a little bit controversial. Yeah. No, we're not. No, we, we, we're, we we're a bunch of jokesters. What you yeah. talking about? Yeah, we're comedians. Well, when would we ever say anything controversial? We're well, the court jester. When do we ever say anything real? <laughs> Let's talk about real things. I don't know if you knew there's this storm called Sandy, and there's still people without power. Yeah. There's still people without basic necessities. Well, they have their cell phone, so they can post on Facebook about how they don't <laughs> yeah. have it, but... You mean um, you don't just, like, after a storm hits, you don't just flip a switch and reset the breaker and everyone has power again? <laughs> you mean the line walkers don't just turn on the power and it all works again? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope. Now, I don't know if you know this, but the Red Cross is facing some serious controversy after a documentary accused the charity of misusing f funds. Hmm. Now... Unfortunately, what happens with a lot of charities is what they do is they raise money for a particular something, and then they use it for something else, right? And so, you know, they raise a ton of money for Haiti, yeah. but they're not putting all that money in Haiti. Hmm. They're using it for other things, like, yeah. you know, their own salaries and stuff, to keep the organization going. So even though billions of dollars have been donated to ha help Haiti and other disaster-strown areas... It seems like most of that money has not been used the way the donors were told it would be. Yeah. That's one thing you have to do research on when, with uh, these charities is to see how much actually goes towards what they say they're going to go towards. And it sounds like there's two issues here. One of them, you know, spending it on administrative costs, like paying their people a bunch of money. And the other one being like, you know, they'll raise money during a Haiti drive and then, you know, something else will come up and they'll spend it there instead. You know, they, they should be – if people want to donate specifically for one thing – then it should be clear. They should either say, okay, this is going to go to Haiti, or they should say, we, we can't do that. You just have to make a general donation, and we'll send what we can. Well, I mean, I think that's what they do say. Yeah. But when you, you know, text, um, you know, what is it, support Haiti, and yeah. it takes $10 <laughs> off your cell phone. People bill. assume it's going to go to Haiti. Right. You know. Because they typed Haiti in their phone. and <laughs> so. they, they leap to the conclusion that it's going to go towards Haiti then. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Uh, some other happenings here. Yes, it's something else related to Sandy. Uh, lobbyists and lawyers have taken to blaming the victims of Sandy for the slow recovery, saying that if they would embrace big box stores like Walmart's, allow public works projects to be done by private entities, and be less pro-union, things would get better faster. So basically just let anybody fix things quickly. And yeah. then apparently then allow people to go back and fix it correctly later. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. It's 
So basically we're saying we don't support the fact that we're giving all our money to the government for these types of projects. I thought it was very interesting. I saw like multiple postings of FEMA offices, that's the Federal Emergency Management Agency, closed due to the weather. Closed because of the weather. Yeah, I saw that too. You know, they, they, they were closed because of the actual storm itself. Yeah. And then they couldn't get workers back. I don't know. And then they were closed because there was a big snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. So apparently um, people who need help are not being helped because the government feels they need to close the places because of the bad weather. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's kind of... <laughs> Although that was sort of the opposite. Like it's emergency management, you know, like you're supposed to be there to help people during emergencies. You're supposed to be prepared for the emergency <laughs> so you can help others who yeah. are not prepared. They're all out there buying canned foods and, you know, generators. <laughs> they couldn't come to work that day because they were... <laughs> They were trying to prepare themselves, I guess. Yeah. This has been a very interesting um, election. Um, gay marriage rights or, you know, just marriage rights. <laughs> we don't go, people don't go gay shopping. Or, yeah. You know. So how is gay marriage different from regular marriage? It's a good question. I don't know. Okay. So um, for the first time, several states' votes, voters choose to legalize same-sex marriage, and Minnesota actually chose to prevent an amendment that would define marriage as one man, one woman. While many believe that voting on the rights of others is wrong, this is a, is a giant leap forward in showing how people are moving towards equality. Yeah. Well, I like one of the terms I like the best for it is marriage equality, because then, it, you know, like you say, it's not, it's not gay marrying, it's not, you know, same-sex marrying, it's marriage equality. You know, two people who want to be in a union together, uh, they get to do it. Well, that's like people saying women had the right to vote, you know, a long time ago. Black women didn't have the right to vote till 1964. So people saying, you know, that there was the right for women to vote, well, no, that wasn't the case. Yeah. So, I mean, this is kind of along the same lines of... People have the right to marry and be miserable as everybody else. <laughs> yeah. So even though they will be fighting with the federal government, several states choose to put legalization of marijuana for medical or recreational use on their ballots, and several of them did pass. The laws would regulate marijuana use for adults only, and some would allow for government cultivation and taxation of the plant. Only Arkansas refused to uh, allow medical marijuana use, while voters in Oregon shot down recreational use. So it was on the ballot for quite a few states, yeah. and um, a couple of them did get shot down, and a couple of them went forward. Now, this is in direct violation of the federal law. Yeah. Well, now there's going to be big struggles over it, you know, both on the legal end and on the enforcement end, because the states are saying, you know, this is okay in our state now, and the federal government is still saying no. Now, do you think the states are doing it purely for a tax base? I mean, um, the ability I, to tax. Uh, you know. I know that's a big part of it. Uh, which um, I think it was Colorado where they uh, thought that that was one of the major factors because they they took extra effort to ensure that the taxation would be included in the passing of the uh, legalization. So then that was probably an incentive for some people who don't really care one way or the other, but they're like, yeah, you know, we could use some new tax revenue. You know, why have it be an underground industry where, you know, uh, the drug dealers are getting all of the, the profit when, you know, they could tax it like any other sale, you know? 
Yeah, might as well have the city get all. I mean, that's what happened. <laughs> city wants a cut now. <laughs> that's what happened here in Carbondale. Yeah, they 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 didn't make it legal, but they decriminalized it to the point where it became a revenue source for the city. Yeah, you get a fine. <laughs> you get a fine instead of get thrown in prison. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, I suppose you, if you have enough, there you still get thrown. Oh in yeah, prison. if you have enough, yeah, they. It's like <laughs> they throw you away forever. It's like so. All right. Um. What else we got for an election? Yeah, let's see. Other, let's get to some other election news. Yeah, uh, uh, let's see. Students at uh, Ole Miss grew angry at the election results and took to the streets in protest. Uh, there are reports of uh, Obama, Biden uh, signs being burned, uh, rocks being thrown, and the word "riot" being tossed around by the corporate media. However, tweets from those attending said that the riot was more akin to just being in a long line at Subway and said that no rocks were thrown. So one sign was apparently burned, but for less than a minute before it was extinguished. So some negative reactions to the election. Some positive. I saw a lot of, a lot of both uh, on the news and in person. <laughs> now, in the news, in person, it seems like um, we're seeing a lot of horrific pictures of uh, Sandy. Yeah. Hurricane Sandy. Um, if you want more information on what's going on with Occupy Sandy or any of the other Occupy movements, check this out. It seems that Occupy Sandy is in dire need of food for the people affected by the storm. And they have actually set up a way for you to help them. And I did go to the website to look at it. And um, they have partnered with a couple other organizations. But mostly what they're doing is they're going in, in and helping people you know, who are stuck in buildings, doing the actual work of working with the people and, you know, providing services. So yeah. this is pretty interesting. People who are disenfranchised helping, well, the disenfranchised. Yeah. So um, OccupySandy.org or Occupy, what is it, Wall Street? Yeah. Yeah, OccupyWallST.org. Okay, so. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because one of the things uh, – you know, occupy movements and and occupations are there to discuss the the needs of the people and to try to meet those needs. And it's usually thought of in this political context of you know we're going to try to get more rights for people, you know, create social equality. But then when a disaster happens, you have this group of people who's already there, ready to help their fellow uh, community members, so they can mobilize really quickly. So it's pretty exciting to see it actually happen. You know. Renewable energy industry weighs in on Obama's victory. With the 2012 election over and President Barack Obama's re-election secured, U.S.-based renewable energy producers are already looking ahead what they expect to be four more years of continued support for their endeavors. Now, one of the interesting things was, let's see, where's the quote? Okay. The CEO of the Solar Energy Industries Association, SEIA, called Obama a tremendous supporter of solar energy. She forecasts a continuation of support for solar energy from the Obama administration, which says has been greatly instrumental in the industry's job growth. Quote, today the solar industry employs more than 119,000 Americans at 1,600 companies, mostly small businesses across all 50 states, which is more than double the number of Americans working in solar in 2009. So, 
I think it's the only industry that actually grew. Yeah, oh yeah, it's growing, and it's one of the few that is. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know. It may be other industries that are growing, but there is. We're still in the midst of a recession, and that, that's the solar industry is still growing. It's almost as though people want solar energy. <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> I have seen surveys and that say that. Yep. Yeah, yep, so. I have too. Yeah, well, it'll be curious to see how this does go. Um, I, I do know one other thing I noticed is that Obama, in his uh, acceptance speech, did he, he remembered this little word that he's been not remembering for a while now: climate change. Wait, that's two words. <laughs> well, it's a it's a it's a <laughs> compound word, you know. This little term. Yeah, he finally remembered to say it in his acceptance speech. Yeah, he did. Oh wow! Yeah. The drinking game is over? <laughs> yeah, the drinking game is over. Well, that would be a pretty difficult drinking game. Every time Obama speaks and doesn't say climate change, take a drink. <laughs> that, would, <laughs> that would kill a lot of, uh, a lot of environmentally minded people. <laughs> okay. So, um, Americans are apparently not as infatuated with cars as we thought. We might gripe about taxes and subsidizing Amtrak, but when it comes... To getting around, Americans are apparently looking for alternatives to sitting in traffic in our beloved automobiles. Don't believe me? Just look at the election results. This year has seen more transit-related ballot initiatives than any year in at least a decade, according to the Center for Transportation Excellence in Washington, D.C. While two of the highest-profile measures failed, in more than two-thirds of the contests this year, voters opted for more buses and trains. Um, let's see, we actually have one in Illinois, in Stevenson County, among others, approved funding for transit. If you would like to see the complete list of transit initiatives that did pass, please email info at yourcommunityspirit.org, and I'll send you the link. Yeah. Well, transit is good. It's good if people are actually able to get around, and it's not necessarily with a car, you know, with other methods, too. Some other ballot initiatives that passed. Yes, we have, uh, well, one we've already talked about a little bit, uh, marijuana legalized for recreational and medicinal use. Uh, yeah. These, these ballot initiatives actually are bucking the status quo and saying, well, we want to do something different. So, yeah. in Montana, corporations are not people. Montana has been asserting that existing state laws effectively limit political campaign funding by corporations who claim such contributions are free speech for all, bucking Citizens United. Now voters there have approved Initiative 166, which establishes a state policies that corporations are not human beings. Wait. I mean, that's like, What? That's another case, another interesting case of these state policies fighting against the federal policies. Because there was that federal decision, uh, Citizens United, saying that corporations are people. But the people of Montana, the, the natural persons of Montana, <laughs> have decided that <laughs> corporate persons are not, uh, are, are not possessing of the same rights as natural persons. They are not entitled to constitutional <laughs> rights. Wow. Poor, poor, you know, I was going to say the name of a major corporation, you know, poor... <laughs> Large corporations, they don't have the same rights anymore in Montana. All right. That's one state down, 49 to go. Well, if it's up to Puerto Rico, <laughs> Puerto Rico voted yes on statehood. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. 
So that means we might not be able to say 49, we might be able to say 50. As long as Congress approves it, the United States will soon have 51 states. This time it passed with nearly 54% voting for statehood. And this is the fourth time they've tried. Mm -hmm. And so they finally got it passed, and now it's up to Congress to ratify it. So, yeah, and it's interesting. I didn't know this fact that uh, no petition for admission as a state by a territory has been uh, rejected to date. Uh, so it's it's actually pretty likely that they will do this. <laughs> That's interesting. And uh, yeah, if uh, it does mean that they, if this does pass, uh, then Puerto Rico's representatives to Congress will actually be able to vote, like any other state, uh, and residents of Puerto Rico will have to pay federal taxes. I mean, Puerto Rico has representatives to Congress, but they can't vote on any issue. Yeah. They're allowed to be there just to have, like, a voice, but they can't actually vote. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so, because they're, they're, right now they're considered a territory of ours, right? Yeah. yeah. So, we have, like, four or five different territories. Yeah. So, I guess they're just like, these are ours. You must whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess they saw all of our uh, election buzz and decided we want to be a part of that. It's <laughs> like <laughs> Today we're it, it's November. Did you realize that? I, I stepped outside today. I thought, oh, it's a nice September day outside, really beautiful. And then I thought, <laughs> wait, it's November. <laughs> what <like> happened? <laughs> it's supposed to be like 70 today. Yeah, I think, is it 70 today? Last time I saw it was upper 60s and then 70s tomorrow. But oh, okay. it's tomorrow. getting warmer. So it might hit 70 today. Uh-huh. So I wonder what the record is for today. Today is November 9th, and today is the birthday of Carl Sagan, the astronomer. Yes, it's a very exciting birthday. Uh, coming up on Saturday, it's the, uh, the Beaver Moon. <laughs> uh, we also have the Guinness World Records Day coming up on Saturday, and the anniversary of Area Codes and the Sesame Street premiere. Uh, Sesame Street was actually mentioned a lot in the election uh, toward the end there. And so Sesame Street is celebrating its birthday. Sunday is Death and Duty Day. Oh, come on. That's also Veterans Day. I mean, hmm. why would they have Death and Duty Day on the same day as Veterans Day? Yeah, well, you know, I guess veterans giving their life. Um, Sunday is Independence Day for Angola and Poland. It's also Origami Day. All right, let's see. Uh, other holidays coming up? Uh, oh, well, here, uh, birthday coming up. On Monday, it's the birthday of Grace Kelly, the act- actress. Uh, let's see. Oh, and it's also uh, coming up on Tuesday, World Kindness Day. So I know if you're, if you're really mean the rest of the year, you can take out one day on Tuesday to be kind to everybody, and you'll, I'm sure you'll surprise them. Now, unfortunately, Wednesday is loosen up, lighten up day. You'd think they'd have that one and then the kindness day. Well, I guess so everyone's like, kind to you on Tuesday, so then by Wednesday it sinks in and you loosen up and lighten up. There you go. Uh, Wednesday is National Girls Day and UN World Diabetes Day and World Orphans Day. Okay, okay. How do we loosen up and lighten up on World Orphans Day? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we go out and do acts of kindness for the orphans. Huh. <laughs> so. All right, so let's see. Thursday is America Recycles Day. Now, hopefully every day is America Recycles Day. But for the people who forget, uh, Thursday is a reminder. 
It's also I love to write day, so I have to remember on Thursday to work as much as possible on my novel. <laughs> so, all right. If you have happenings that you would like to happen, please email us because we happen to be the happening guys. Email info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Yeah, so you can email me at treesong at treesong.org. This week at Gaia House, open mic night, Fridays. Open mic night at Gaia House is now featuring a new special guest each week. If you like your group to be featured in the coming weeks, find a few members who want to perform an open mic and let us know that you'd like to have a week. Tonight is poetry night, right? Yes, tonight is poetry night. And, you know, you can do poetry night at a lot of these, but today the, the specific focus is poetry night. And you can also still do music as well. Music is a form of poetry set to music. Huh. That is true. Yes. And if you have uh, rhythm and rhyme, you could actually get up and rap your poem too, right? You could. Another type of poetry. It's like yeah. Let the rhythm of your soul smooth out through your lips. So. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. So let's see, we also have coming up tonight, uh, also at Guy House Interfaith Center, the Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner. Uh, this week's theme is Ayurvedic Feast. Uh, Ayurveda is the Sanskrit word for the knowledge of long life. So they're promote, focusing on uh, balanced eating that supports both energy and health. Uh, so all sorts of interesting dishes, uh, kachadi, vegetable curry, rice pilaf, desserts, with an Indian feel and a Western twist. They're also giving out the Food Justice Volunteer Awards to local outstanding volunteers. Uh, so it's an exciting night over at Guy House, 6 p.m., 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. So at the, you know what fast food is, right? So this is a slow food dinner. Each week there's an international twist to it, and people get together and cook and eat and clean and talk. And what is it? Become friends. Oh, I forgot about that part. Oh, there's the eating. Don't mm -hmm. forget the eating. So this series brings culture and cuisine from all over the world to our own table. So Rice and Spice at Gaia House Interface Center at 913 South Illinois Avenue in Carbondale. So again, if you would like your group to have an event please email it to us and we will mention it on the air info at yourcommunityspirit.org Alright, there I've got this late breaking happening that was just handed to us actually it's the Splash of Blues, Soul and Classic Rock uh, with the Carbondale NAACP there will be live music, food and silent auction this is coming up on Friday, November 16th from 5pm to 11pm at Blue Sky uh, Blue Sky Winery. Tickets are $20 or two for 35 and they're available at Southern Pew or Hickory Lodge. You can call 559-6584 for more information. Uh, a third of the proceeds will go to benefit the Carbondale Park District Super Splash Park. So it's a splash of blue soul and classic rock coming up. Tomorrow, not as exciting, but free paint and motor oil collection from 8 until 2 p.m., at the Southern Illinois Airport. This free paint and motor oil collection will be held in Murfreesboro at the Southern Illinois Airport. This rain or shine event will help residents safely dispose of paint and motor oil. 
You can drop off your items at the site on the date of the event between 8 and 2 p.m. only. Now, to keep wait time short, we encourage you to consolidate loads with your friends and neighbors. Usually there's a pretty long wait for people. And then only these items will be accepted. And um, the, the reason is, is these two items by volume are the largest amount that they, the Jackson County um, Recycling Coordinator says is collected at the household chemical collection events. So this event is, you know, specifically targeting these two. Of course, you cannot have uh, any business, industrial, or government waste. This is for the people. Hmm. So please contact the Jackson County Health Department at 684-3143, extension 128, for more information, or just go to recyclejacksoncounty.org. Get rid of your old paint and motor oil. Sounds hmm. good. Yep. Now, if you do have an empty can of paint, you can put that in the trash. But otherwise, please bring it all. Hmm. All right. Also happening, uh, coming up on the November, uh, let's see, is this right? November 11th? Yeah. So, yeah. Piles Fourth, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Piles Fork Creek cleanup, uh, happening from 12 to 4. It meets up at the Vanilla Field. And they will be cleaning up Files Fork Creek. Then they will have some pizza and soda. Uh, that's an exciting plan. Uh, and you can come on for the food and the service hours. They give service hours to, uh, you know, students and such who are uh, getting credit for service hours. So once again, that's coming up on November 11th, Piles Fork Creek cleanup, 12 to 4. November 14th, campus tree planting, 8 to 3. Help plant trees across campus, two-hour shifts at a time, and there are two locations by the old beach house past the applied science building and by the building behind the agriculture building. If you have any questions, you can contact Jennifer at 453-5714. And they're planting trees all over campus, most of them, you know, damaged from the big storm a few years ago. So they're replacing lots and lots of trees. Hmm. So. Yes, and also coming up, uh, we have the America Recycles Day. Uh, coming up November 14th to 15th. Uh, let's see. So they will be handing out prizes to students who recycle on these days. Uh, there will be two shifts, uh, 9.20 to 11.20 and 11.15 to 1.15. Uh, for more information, you can contact Chris Shockle at uh, sustainablesalukis at gmail.com if you'd like to help out and be a part of America Recycles Day. And don't forget our regular happenings I don't know if you know about this one, but the International Coffee Hour every Friday from 3 to 5 in the Northwest Annex Building B, mixed with people from all over the world. Hmm. Oh, this is uh, this is exciting. We've got the Farmer's Market, which goes uh, Saturday from 8 a.m. until noon. Through the end of this month. Yes, so, through the end of this month. So please get out there and get your vegetables. But even more exciting is the new Farmer's Market. Yes. <laughs> The winter farmer's market that in the slack, because normally the regular farmer's market is through the end of November, and then it starts again, what, in April, right? And so for the winter, there is no vegetables. Yeah. Well, there is vegetables. <laughs> there are. <laughs> they're hard to get from the farmers. Yeah. So the idea is winter's farmer's market. It starts, it will be inaugurated Saturday, December 1st, and held every Saturday through March 
from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. The location will be Thomas School at 1025 North Wall Street. So that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> More information, CarbondaleWinterMarket.blogspot.com. So you got anything else to mention? Um, we do have some newsletter extras. We had the election, and people were fighting and going back and forth. But here is 26 things we can all agree on. So if you would like to receive the newsletter and see 26 things we'd all like to agree on. So, <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, so. Oop. Anything else? All, all right. That's it for this week. We'll see you again on the radio. Get out into the woods while it's nice and wonderful. Yes, enjoy the unseasonably warm weather, and we will see you here next week on the radio.